Well, this morning, actually for the next several mornings, I plan on bringing a series on, on the church. We talk about the church through the years, and, and I think it's the most important thing on this earth. And uh, so, we, again, we'll try to make a series of it, and I, I know sometimes I'm guilty of, uh, seems like I never get my lessons finished, and uh, rather than go along like I used to, I generally finish it like Sunday night. But that's not good either because some people aren't here on Sunday night. So for the next few Sunday mornings, we'd like to talk about uh, the, the church. And some of the things we'll look at and bring out, Lord willing, uh, what, is, what is a church? Any building with a steeple on top? Is that, is that a church? When was the church formed? And what was, what's the purpose, what's the importance of this church? Does it make any difference? I've heard people say, well, you know, it doesn't make any difference. I can do this or that. Uh, so is there importance in the church? Material, what's it made out of? We want to talk about that. Something else, is it a local church? Or is it a universal church, a big, worldwide, one, single, big, universal church? We'll talk about baptism and the role uh, that it has in it. We want to discuss authority uh, of the church. And I want to talk about priesthood as we study about the church. Uh, there's been a lot of... Uh, Disagreement with priesthood through the years. I don't hear as much about it, but I assume it's still there. We want to talk about the comfort and uh, what role it has. And we also want to talk about the calling into of the church. So these are some of the things that, that we'll try to bring up in coming weeks uh, about the, the church and and uh, if the Lord blesses in the study, maybe much more than that. So I want to talk about the church this morning. But uh, we'll just lay maybe one point for some groundwork before we go on to this. And uh, maybe a little unusual way of, of doing it. And we might be addressing, although we'll address it again later, but we might be addressing this this morning as well. Is, is it just one big church or, or what? So I want to talk about that, and uh, I'd like to do it in a uh, maybe a little different way. I'd like to talk about some of my genealogy in my family. My brother, before he became sick, and uh, before he passed, uh, he started, got interested in some genealogy. So he went back for genealogy of, of our family and everything on uh, my dad's side and uh, couldn't go too far. Uh, that's been many years ago. Well, I guess it's been over 20 years ago now. So I want to I use that, my genealogy, to help me explain the church, or the churches, let me go ahead and make that point. So as I go back, 
my brother went back, and as far as he go back was my uh, great 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 no my great great grandfather. Name was John. And I think they were from the Carolinas, and I remember my uh, great-grandfather talking about they came up here on a covered wagon is how they made the trip up here. So anyway, far as I can go back is, is John, my great-great-grandfather, John. Now, John had, uh, my understanding, had uh, there was Orlin and Paul, or no, had Emmanuel, sorry. John had Emmanuel, and I don't know other children that he had, but he had Emmanuel that was my great-great-grandfather. And uh, Emmanuel had uh, uh, one, two, three, four sons, and one of them was Mont. Mont was my grandfather who I never got to meet. He died when my dad, I believe, was two years old. So Mont had uh, three children, Helen and Earl, and then my dad, Richard. So then from Richard, we have uh, myself, and Eddie, my brother, and Linda, my sister. So, all, all the genealogy that I gave you was of John. Now, if we go back far enough, we know where we all meet somewhere and go back to Adam and Eve, of course. But all the, the, I have a, a physical body and there were many physical bodies, and uh, they all were of John. They came from John, they were of John. Uh, I or my sister couldn't be here today if it wasn't for John. Now, again, I, it's the Lord, we understand that. But humanly speaking, as we look at genealogy, as we look at bodies, there was a body, his name was John, and so there was... Uh, John, Emmanuel, Mont, Richard, and then myself and my brother and my sister. So there were bodies. And without John, none of those bodies uh, would have existed. Uh, we were, my, my sister's not here this morning, but we're separate bodies. But yet we are, each of us, a body, body parts. But without John, none of us would have been here. Uh, Linda, I'll talk about her since she's not here. But she, has, she is a body. And I have an arm. It's different than her arm. I have fingerprints. Different than her fingerprints. So we're separate body. All of John. But we're separate bodies. And my body has members. I have arms and hands and fingers and legs and toes and eyes and <laughs> all those other things. And, and so does she. But they're different. They're not the same. So she, I have members my body. She has members uh, of her body. And... Uh, Let me bring this in, and this is uh, not really wasn't in my lesson, but I'll go ahead and touch on it anyway. So, uh, talk about communion or the Lord's Supper, as we call it. We have the Lord's Supper, and it's for members of 
the body of Arabia. And everyone doesn't agree with that. We certainly don't mean to offend anybody. And I was talking to a person one time. He said, well, he said, if I'm having uh, dinner at my house and this person, John Doe, comes, then he partakes of the food that I provide. But, and I understand what they were saying, but when this person who's having the dinner partakes of that food, it doesn't benefit the other body that was invited as a guest. The food that he consumed doesn't feed the members of the other body. So we got somebody here, and they, well, let's say they invite me to their house, and, and uh, I'm going to eat, but... When they eat at their house, whatever food they eat, it doesn't benefit my hand and my arm. It doesn't, fit the parts of, doesn't benefit the parts of my body. So I just wanted to put that out there as we look at bodies and communion and so forth. We may touch on it again in this series. I'm not sure, but I wanted to bring that out there. So now I talked about my genealogy, all these bodies that led down to... Uh, my sister, myself, my brother is already going to be with the Lord. So now let's let me give you some other. I won't use the word genealogies, but the first church, the first church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ built it. He built it on Himself, and the first church was in Jerusalem. So it's like my. Far as I can go back is my great great grandfather John. So the first church was at Jerusalem. Uh, and the Lord, uh, but as you know, on the day of Pentecost, placed the comforter in that church. It filled the house where they were sitting. It didn't flow and spill and splash out into any other houses. It filled that house. So I don't know how many. So there was a body at Jerusalem. And we're, we're going to talk about some other bodies this morning, Lord willing, if we have time. But I'm going to skip a lot of bodies in between come down to our age. Emmanuel Baptist Church down in Garrison, Kentucky. At some point, it came, and I don't know where those churches uh, came from, but it will go back to the first church at Jerusalem. I don't know how many bodies was in between there. But down there at Emmanuel, where uh, Raymond Willis used to be pastor, and Brother Oval's pastor now. Now, out of that Emmanuel Baptist Church down there, we have Emmanuel Baptist Church in Mansfield, where Sister Wanda and... Uh, uh, Martha Fay and, and Jerry and some others are members up there. But the church in Manfield is, is a different body than from where it came from Emmanuel. We have uh, New Testament Baptist Church in Huntsville, Alabama. And I know uh, Brother Don traced theirs back 
I can't remember exactly where it was, but they went back so far and then they just couldn't trace any farther. It goes back to Jerusalem, but they just couldn't trace any farther. So we have a body down there in Huntsville, Alabama. Now, out of Huntsville, Alabama, we have the New Testament Baptist Church in Florida, where Brother Clifton was pastor, now it's Brother Tommy. So those are different bodies, but they come down through, go back to the first church. And, and now, uh, Arabia. Arabia come out of Sovereign Grace Baptist Church in Colgrove, which no longer is. And, and I know Brother Olson traced it back a little bit. So we had a body in their coal grove. And, and, and out of that, uh, we have the Arabia Baptist Church. And uh, out of the Arabia Baptist Church, we have the church in Indiana. It's still there. And out of the Arabia Baptist Church, we have the church in Columbus, which is no longer there, sadly. And then out of the Arabia Baptist Church, we have the church in Middletown. So all these go back to the first church in Jerusalem, but they're all different bodies. All true churches of Jesus Christ, they're all separate bodies, yet Jesus Christ is the head of each and every church. So I wanted to, to give you a, a little bit of something to look at and to compare with that way. Uh, so the church is, is not a building. We have a, the Lord has blessed us with a wonderful building here. Uh, we have, now we have the lifts updated and everything and for coming up here and downstairs, which is, uh, is very good. But he's given us a wonderful building and Brother Greg built us a, a wonderful steeple on top of it that's very, uh, very nice and very well done. And sometimes I'm guilty of saying, well, let's go around the church. And, and I shouldn't. This building is the building where the church has appointed that we meet. It is not the church. So I want to go to 1 Peter chapter 2. And again, t this morning we just lay down a little bit. Uh, of a foundation, then we'll uh, get into this in the coming weeks, if it be the Lord's will. First uh, Peter chapter two, and and uh, well, let's just start in verse one. Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word, that ye may grow by it. If so be, ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious, to whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. So talking about the Lord Jesus Christ, living stone, uh, chosen of God and, and precious. So he's the foundation. And then it says, ye also, as living stones, are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. So, 
the material is made up of living stone. Now on this truck, we have a lot of different materials in this building, brick and, and uh, wood and drywall and cement and shingles and well, metal. <laughs> I forget we have a metal roof now, don't we? So a lot of different materials in it. But the Lord, the church, churches of the Lord Jesus Christ are built up of living stones. The church was started by Jesus Christ. He's the head of the church. I know we have people out here just starting up from scratch a, and called a church. But, you know, that can't happen any more than, so I, I gave you some of my genealogy from John and so forth, uh, uh, John, Emmanuel, and, and uh, Mont, and then my dad. But without that genealogy, can't just, people just can't appear out of nowhere. There's a genealogy. Same way with the church. You can't just all of a sudden bang like that. There's a uh, uh, it has to come from somewhere else. You don't just start one up. Jesus Christ did. And, and let's go to the Gospel of John chapter 1, what I feel is the, uh, the beginning uh, of the church. As the Lord began to call out, John chapter 1. And uh, verse, verse 35. John 1, Gospel of John 1 and 35. And again, I believe this is the, the beginning of the church. So it says, again, the next day, in verse 35, again, the next day, John stood and two of his disciples. This is uh, John the, the Baptist and two of his disciples. And looking upon Jesus as he walked, he saith, behold, the Lamb of God. So John was pointing his disciples, says, Behold the Lamb of God. And I might, I might talk about that tonight, I'm not sure. Behold the Lamb of God. And the two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. So two things happened. They heard him, and they followed him. 38. Then Jesus turned and saw them following and saith unto them, What seek ye? Now, Jesus wasn't asking questions because he didn't know the answer, of course. But we have the question for our benefit. Then Jesus turned and saw them following, and saith unto them, What seek ye? They said unto him, Rabbi, which is, this, which is to say, being interpreted, Master, where dwellest thou? You know, that's uh, kind of an odd question, if you really think about it. So they'd heard Jesus speak, they'd heard of Jesus and everything, and heard Jesus speak. And when they come up to him, I would, I would think a lot of different questions when asking. But the Holy Spirit, the Lord, led them to ask this question. Where dwellest thou? Again, I, humanly speaking, that'd probably been one of the last things that I would have asked him. I have a lot of questions, but that, that wouldn't have been it. But this is for a purpose. Where dwellest thou? And he saith unto them, Come and see. Well, what happened? 
I, I, would, I would call this more than an invitation. It comes from the Lord, I would call it a commandment. He said to him, come and see. I believe that's a commandment. I believe his will will be done. So what happened then? They came and saw. They came and saw where he dwelt and abode with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. So I, I believe this is the, the beginning of the church. Uh, they had heard him, and they followed, and he said, he commanded, come and see. And they came, and they saw. And they'd already heard, no doubt. But he built the church on himself. And Matthew chapter 16 uh, is misunderstood by many. Matthew 16 and 18. So our Lord Jesus Christ is speaking here. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter. And upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. Now, a lot of people read that and think that he built the church on Peter. He didn't build the church on Peter. He says, upon this rock, he's talking about himself. He's the chief cornerstone. He's the chief foundation stone. Upon this rock, I'll build my church. Uh, so he was speaking about himself. So the church was built on him. He's the chief cornerstone. We see that throughout the scriptures. So the first church was located at Jerusalem. The members were chosen by Jesus Christ. And we can find many scriptures that uh, tells us he's the head. He's the head of the body. He's the head uh, of the church. There were members added. When he had the first church, there were members added added. And I, I think I want to read that in Acts chapter 2. Uh, there were members added. They were not part of the church until they were added, but yet uh, they were members added. So Acts 2 and 47. Praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. So when one becomes part, when one is added, it's because the Lord added. Now, he, he, may, he will certainly put in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure, but it's the Lord that adds. And uh, they were added to the church. They weren't part of the church before. Now, in God's plan... Certainly, but they were added to the church. Uh, how, how were they added? And we'll probably talk about this a little later as well. But how were they, what, what's the process they're added to the church? Galatians 3, something 7, uh, uh, that, let's see, I slipped my mind now. Uh, as many as many as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. So I use the same silly example. I put on this jacket. I'm inside this jacket. They put on Christ inside the body of Christ. 
And what was the method? As many as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. That's the method that he adds to his church or his churches. Uh, and it talks about being saved. That's not, that's not the part that saves you from the lake of fire. Ephesians 1.4, we don't have time to go there, but Ephesians 1.4 tells us that his elect was chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world, that they'd be holy without blame before him in love. So these people already had salvation of their soul, but talk about being saved. Uh, the Lord added to the church daily, it should be saved. Saved from the, out of, from the darkness that's out there. Saved from the, the uh, traditions uh, of the religious world that was out there. They're saved and delivered from that. They're brought in the Lord's church under the leadership of the Comforter. So they're saved from that darkness when this takes place. So Jesus Christ is the head, and all true churches must come from him, through him. We don't just start one out of the blue. He is the head. Colossians, uh, and Colossians is, is, uh, tells us a lot about the church, but Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. And verse 17. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. And he will have the preeminence in all of his true churches, of course. So he's the head of the body, the church. And um, verse 24. Who now rejoice in my suffering for you, and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church. So these are bodies of Christ. Now, again, you might be tempted to believe, well, he created the first church at Jerusalem, and it grew, and it did, such that it was, was added, and it did grow, but you think what well, just kept growing and growing and growing and growing, and now it's just this one big universal church. One would be tempted to believe that. But let's go to Acts chapter uh, 13. And we'll read a few scriptures uh, uh, regarding this, that it's not just one big church. The Lord is the head, is the bodies of Christ. Acts 13, uh, let's go to verse 1. Now there were in the church that was at Antioch. So here we have another church. Certain prophets and teachers, as Barnabas and Simeon, who also called Niger, and Lucas, Serene, and Mandan, who had been brought up with Herod, the Tetrarch, and Saul. Certainly room for some study on that as well. So here we have a church at Antioch. Came out of the first church at Jerusalem. Then uh, 
reading on, as they ministered to the, as they ministered to the Lord and, and uh, fasted, the Holy Spirit said, separate me Barnabas and Saul for the work unto which I have called them. And when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. So we, talked, we will talk about church authority. We see church authority here. They were members of Antioch, but they sent them uh, on this, uh, well, called missionaries. And for, so they being sent forth by the Holy Spirit, departed into Seleucia, and from there they sailed to Cyprus. And when they were all, uh, and they were all at Salamis, they preached the word of God in the synagogue of the Jews, and they had also John as their helper or minister. So here we see there was a, a, a church at Antioch, and the church at Antioch sent Paul and Barnabas, and, and John was with them as well, out preaching. And we know that's what uh, uh, Paul uh, did. He was out and organizing churches. And you say, well, was it Paul? No, they were sent by the Holy Spirit. These came out of this, out of this church. Uh, so we see another, church, another body here at Antioch. Uh, chapter 14 of Acts and verse, let's see. Let's see, 14 and uh, 21 maybe. And uh, when they had preached the gospel to that city and had taught many, they returned again to Listeria and to Iconium and Antioch. So these were other church churches that they had organized, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith and that we must through much tribulation enter into the kingdom of God. And when they had ordained elders in every church. See, it's not just one church now. And when they had ordained elders in every church and had prayed with fasting, uh, they commended them to the Lord on whom they believed. So that's what Paul, the Lord used Paul to do many things, but go out and they organized other churches that came through, but it still goes back to Antioch, back through Jerusalem. You don't just start one. Uh, chapter 16 and verse 5. And so were the churches established in the faith and increased in number daily. So there were more churches organized, more bodies. Christ was the head of all of them. And then they would grow, and then they would be added to them. Uh, so many more places that I wanted to, uh, to read on that. We can go in, and we're, we're out of time. But in Revelation, we can see there, wrote to the church of Pergamum, uh, and wrote to the seven churches in Asia, so that's the point that I want to bring out and leave with you this morning that uh, Jesus Christ calls out and upon himself, the rock, the church was built. And out of that, there are other churches. But it goes back just like I couldn't be here if my genealogy didn't go back through some and just don't 
appear in the same way the church as the genealogy goes back. We may not be able to trace it all the way. I think Brother Olson stated it this way. This church, you know, we hadn't been able to trace it all the way back to the first church at Jerusalem. You say, well, how do you know you're connected then? We have lights here in this building. I don't know if you could trace it back to the power source or not. I didn't nowadays where they're doing electric bills. I don't even know who you pay for electric anymore. But the proof is we have the light. And that's what Brother Olson said about the comforter. Might not be able to trace it all the way back. We know it goes all the way back. The proof is we have the comforter. We have the truth. And that's certainly very visible. Now, whenever I talk about the church, I'm certainly not saying that everybody outside of the true bodies of Christ has gone to the lake of fire. I've never said that. Don't believe that. But uh, God has his elect. His bride will come out of his true churches. So uh, that's what I want to leave with you this morning. We'll take us up, Lord willing, next week. And I pray that you would pray as we, as we study this. But uh, I wanted to first lay out that it's not just one big group that kept growing and growing. It is growing or has been, but it's other bodies of Christ and other churches. May the Lord bless the speaking of his word. We're dismissed. <laughs>